So when we think about Christmas, the first thing we all think about is what? Jesus' birthday. But let's not be all spiritual. And when I say Christmas, y'all, some of y'all think about gifts, right? Yes, right. Y'all think about gifts and presents and probably the new video game or the newest plant that mom may get you for Christmas. <laughs> and so when a lot of people think about Christmas, they think about gifts, right? And it might be, oh, I hope I get the newest iPhone 15 or the new Xbox that just came out, which isn't bad to think and hope for. But tonight, I want to talk about some gifts that we can't get from mom or dad or from, quote, unquote, Santa Claus. No. These gifts I want to talk about are gifts that we can use now and throughout our whole life. There's some Christmas gifts that only last for maybe a year or two and then it breaks. Right? Have y'all ever had a Christmas gift that broke? Yeah. Plenty, right? And so the gifts that I'm talking about tonight are gifts that God has given us. And it's accept them. Right? Yeah, right, Gavin. If your mom let's say here, Gavin, I got a gift for you. But in order to be happy and to enjoy it, you would have to what? You have to take it from her, right? Receive it. To accept it. Yep. And that's the same way with these gifts that I'm about to talk about tonight and next week. They're gifts that God has for you. They have your name on it. But in order for you to walk in it, in order for you to be what God says you are, you got to accept it. So I can talk about all these gifts for now until Jesus comes back, but in order for any of these gifts to make a difference in your life, you got to make that decision to accept them. And so tonight, my gifts, or my title for tonight is Gifts from Above. Tonight, we're going to discuss gifts that God has given us. And there's plenty of gifts that if I was to go through the Bible, I can show you that God has given us that. But I only have tonight and next week to talk about Christmas gifts, or these gifts. And so these are some of the key gifts that I uh, want to point out. And these gifts are eternal gifts. And in my opinion, these gifts are better than some of the gifts that we get on December 25th because we can use these gifts throughout throughout our whole life. Even when I'm 75 years old, I can still use these gifts. They're still valuable. They still have meaning behind them, okay? And so, let's start. So, I've, I hope you have a pen and paper. Uh, tonight, the gift, the, my first and foremost gift that God has given us is salvation, right? This gift was given through Jesus' birth, his death, and his resurrection, right? Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 2 real quick. Ephesians 2. Ephesians chapter 2. 
I'm going to read it out of the NLT tonight. We there? So I'm going to let's drop down to verse 8. I'm going to read verse 8 and 9. It says, God saved you by his grace when you believe. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. So, salvation is a gift from who? God, right? Is it something that we did? Right? No, right? It's not a reward for some good deed you did. It's a gift from God. And so, this gift is... This gift, we can't take credit for. We can't say, oh, it's because I did this or I did that. It's because of what Jesus did on earth that we'll have eternal life. It's because what Jesus did that we were, were no longer in the kingdom of darkness. He's transferred us to the kingdom of light, right? The kingdom of his dear son. It's because of what Jesus did even, even when we die here on earth, we'll live eternal with God. And so this gift of salvation came from God. And it's the most important gift. And so salvation is giving your life to Christ and repenting from your sins. And in order to call yourself a believer, that's your starting point. Y'all remember we talked about it the other week that we all have a race to run. Well, salvation is that starting line and getting saved. But that is a, a gift from God that he want, wanted us to have eternal life with him. And so he's given us that gift, right? And so my second gift or it's not my second gift, but the second gift from God is peace. And not just peace. Well, let's just turn to Philippians 4 7. Let me not get ahead of myself. Philippians 4. Chapter 4, verse 7. And I'm going to read it out of the NLT. And it says, Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So we hear it all the time that we live in a lost and dying world, right? And tragic things happen. That things happen in our life, right? But this scripture, or this verse, just told me that God has give, given me a peace that passes all understanding. And so we also know that the Bible tells us that life won't be easy. And so this gift from God is a peace that even in those hard times, even when life throws curveballs or throws tragic things in our life, we can still be at ease. And this is a peace that when something bad happens, you're not acting in emotions. 
you're not being emotional. And there's a piece in you that where people around you are going to be like, man, Theo, why are you so, like, why are you not being overreacting during this situation? But it's not because of Theo. It's because God has given Theo that gift of peace. A piece of knowing, hey, God is still on my side. Now, having a piece that she knows, hey, God is gonna, God has a plan. God knows what he's doing. There's a peace that he has given us to live. And like I said from the get-go, that's something you'll have to accept from God and take that peace. Right? And so another gift that he has given us is provision. And some of us may say, man, that's such a big word. That's such an adult word. Provision. We hear it all the time, provision. But it's not an, just an adult word. As teens, some of y'all are getting to that age where you're starting to drive or you're starting to look at colleges. And both of those things, and there's other things that take it, but a lot of things take money. There are needs when you go to college. I remember when, or when I went to college, I had to start looking because I had to get a place. I had to get from Texas all the way up to Oklahoma. I had to get uh, a job. I had to get a job that would pay for school, for rent, and to be able to eat. I was thinking all of that while I was a senior in high school. And so it's important that even as a teenager, that you go ahead and start claiming, you know what, Philippians 4.19 says, God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You, you don't have to wait till you're in college to be like, you know what? I need to start claiming that all of my needs are going to be met. Or when you start driving, say, man, I think I'll start depending on God to make sure I have enough gas money or enough money to pay my car insurance. Because we talk about it in youth a lot, but Proverbs 18, 21, does anybody know what that says? About your words? It says that the tongue, I'm just paraphrasing, but it says that the tongue holds the power of life and death in it. And so even as a young 12-year-old or a young 14-year-old, you can start speaking over your life and saying, you know what, every need that I have is going to be met because I have provision. I have everything that I need to be able to do life. You don't have to be an adult that has a house that has three kids to be able to think about funds or think about money. Right? And so go ahead and start speaking over your life that every need in your life is met. Because that's a promise that God has given us. That is what the Bible says, so I can hold the Bible, or I can hold God to his word. 
and say, you know what, God, you said this. But I'm going to also throw in a little nugget right here for anybody that does work. If you want God to do his part, you got to do your part. And your part is to what? Your part, if you have a job, is you need the tithe. You need, even as a teenager, you're supposed to, the Bible tells you that you have to, you need to bring your tin, uh, your tithe, sorry. And so that's a little nugget for you. You want God to do his part, you need to do your part as well. And so that was my third gift from God is provision. So my first gift is what? Salvation. Salvation. Then we have peace. Right? God has given us a peace. And then provision is our third one, right? And so my fourth one, this is the one that I'm excited about. I love talking about this gift. But God has given us a direct line to him. The Bible is meant for anyone and everyone that believes it. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you have to be at least 21 years old to be able to have anything in the Bible or to be able to even talk to God. Right? And so I want to turn to a scripture real quick in Mark chapter 11. And if you come to Compass Church, everyone behind the microphone talks about the scripture all the time. Mark chapter 11. And so God has gifted us with a direct line to him. Even as teenagers, uh, verse 24. Even as teens, even as preteens, even as kids, your younger siblings can talk to God. So verse 24 says, I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. So who is he talking to? Right? And so nowhere in this does it say, well, if you as an adult believe this, you can have it. No, right? If you consider yourself a believer of God, if you believe, consider yourself the follower of Christ for you. And it says, I tell, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And we know that praying, you're communicating to who? Talk to God, and we don't have to be from pastor to senior pastor to be able to talk to God. The scripture tells me that I can talk to God. The script, this verse tells me that you can talk to God. There's a direct line. Now, it's good to talk to your leaders in church. But ultimately, you can go directly to God. 
And that's the gift that he has given us. That we can talk to him. And we don't have to go through A, B, and C person to be able to talk to him like they had to in the Old Testament. I can go straight, straight to God, and so can you. And so another gift that God has given us is joy. Joy is another gift. John 15, 11. So we have salvation, we have peace, we have provision, a direct line to God. My last one for tonight is joy. God has given us a joy. And in John 15, 11, yeah. So these are in red lights, so that means he's speaking. And it says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. So this tells me that God has gifted me with joy, and not just the minimum amount of joy, but it says that your joy will, will overflow. Right? So we're not just like, here, our joy should be overflowing. Even when life throws a curveball at us, we can still have joy. When there's obstacles in our life, that if you're not a believer, it can pull you down. It can put you in a bad spot or in a dark space. But as believers, if we accept the of God, there's a joy that is overflowing in life. And so having joy from the Lord is when you can smile through tough situations. When you can say, you know what, life hasn't been easy, but I know God has my back, and I'm going to get through this. It may be hard. It may be tough. And still go and not have pity parties or say, you know what, I can't do it. I'm going to quit. Having a joy and saying, you know what, I'm going to get to the other side. And so, I have a little thing for you, and I'll close off with this, is do, your, do yourself a favor, because the Bible tells us life is not going to be easy. Go ahead and accept this, this gift. Go ahead and accept that joy that Christ wants you to have. And like I said at the beginning, these gifts are not gifts that mom or dad can give you. They're directly from God. They are gifts that God has given us to live in it and to live by it. These gifts have your name on it. They have your government name on it. And they're ready. God isn't like, well, I might give you it, I might not. God is like, you know what, Liddell? 
These gifts are yours. I want you to have them. I want you to use them. God doesn't have these gifts hiding for you to try to find them. And so, I'll leave you, this is my challenge. Are you ready to live with these gifts? Are you ready to accept these gifts in your life? So like I said from the get-go, you can accept it or you can't, or you don't. But the choice is yours. Amen? Yep. So let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the gifts that you have given us to live by and to live in. And we go ahead and make that choice and say, we accept these gifts. We will live by you. We will live with these gifts of joy and peace. And we just thank you, Father, that we have a direct line to you. That we can go to you as a team, as a young adult. And to go directly to you, Father. And we thank you for tonight. And we thank you for this week. We call this week blessed. We call, we thank you for the opportunities to share you to others. And we just give you all the glory and all the honor, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.